0: Hurricane Dorian, not as powerful or as intense as it once was, but remember, there's no such thing as just a. In other words, just a tropical storm or just a category one or category two hurricane. There still will be uh, impacts and quite profound impacts at our coastline and area beaches. Once again, this is a beach pounding. It really is not much of a story, quite honestly, when you get west of Interstate 95. But along the Intracoastal, the beaches, the St. Johns River, and its tributaries, this will be very troublesome uh, for folks, and we'll see some flooding, a very high tides, seas and surf, dangerous rip currents, and uh, really a scouring, if you will, of our area beaches, of our coastline, sort of a reconfiguration over the next 24 to 48 hours which is which is disappointing considering the pounding of the beaches has taken over the about the last 3 or 4 hurricane seasons and uh, a very fragile Um, ecosystem a very fragile dune line of actually across our area and some of those dunes will be compromised overtopped or breached over the next couple of days and that will cause harm uh, further inland then of course and spill salt water uh, into streets and highways right along our coastline in particular and it's important to note that some of the uh, high wave action and flooding will occur far in advance of Dorian. We've seen this in the past with powerful, slow-moving, big hurricanes as the wind field continues to expand on Dorian. Uh, We'll see the hurricane approaching, and waves will already be up to nearly 20 feet by this evening and then continue through tomorrow at our beaches with some waves as high as 25 feet, and you only have to go a quarter of a mile or so offshore to get 35, 40, and 45-foot seas. So, um, this is really a tremendous beach beating, uh, no doubt about it. And that uh, will cause considerable damage up and down our coast. We'll see great scouring of our beaches, uh, tomorrow and tomorrow night. So that when you head to the beaches or if you do on Thursday and Friday, uh, you'll see cliff-like features where the, the beach has just been pounded and eaten away and, uh, taken back out to sea and uh, we saw this with Matthew and to a lesser degree with Irma and and this is a, a really strong compromise between hurricanes Matthew of 2016 that was about 50 miles offshore and Hurricane Floyd back in 1999 20 years ago this year that was even a little bit more about 125 to 130 miles offshore than Dorian. So we would expect similar impacts, in other words. And both were terrible for our beaches, Uh, more so Matthew, If for no other reason it was closer. But Floyd, uh, really, that took out a good part of our Jacksonville Beach Pier, uh, which now we're trying to rebuild only to have this storm come up yet again. So local impacts really remain unchanged given the updated forecast and intensity on Dorian. We're looking at a hurricane approximately 100 miles to the east of Jacksonville Beach Wednesday afternoon and evening at its closest approach. Being on the western side of the circulation certainly helps, especially inland areas. Friction from land and drier air will all work to to eat away at the western side of the storm from a rainfall standpoint and really from a wind standpoint too. So today we will still see some bands of showers and storms way out ahead of Dorian that are not directly associated with the storm but are part of the real wide circulation or broad circulation of Dorian. And in any case, these bands of Showers and thunderstorms will produce wind gusts up to 40 and 50 miles per hour, so it could cause some sporadic power outages and tree damage, very heavy rain for a short period of time, and there's an isolated water spout and tornado threat. This afternoon, right on into this evening, these will be moving at some 30 to 40 miles per hour, so fast moving, uh, but brief tornadoes that could cause some localized damage in in a neighborhood or two before they lift. So we'll be tracking those carefully from the First Alert Weather Center uh, throughout the day today, tonight, and into Wednesday morning. And then we'll see the uh, beaches, the surf, and and, uh, waves really pick up tonight into tomorrow. The peak of the coastal impacts will be during the day Wednesday into Wednesday evening with those breakers at our beaches of 20 feet or higher, winds that will gust up to and above 40 and 50 and 60 miles per hour, There may be a brief period of sustained tropical storm force winds right at our coast. But for the most part, it's going to be tropical storm force wind gusts uh, as we go through um, Wednesday and Wednesday evening. Rainfall will be locally heavy at times, but really not a terribly big deal, uh, which helps us out a little bit when it comes to the overall flood threat. Rainfall amounts of up to five inches at the beaches, including what occurs today. About 1 to 3 inches along a little either way of Interstate 95. And an inch or less when you get west of Highway 301. The impacts will very quickly dwindle later tomorrow night into early Thursday as Dorian moves to the north northeast and much drier air quickly filters in behind so we're into the sunshine again by Thursday and Friday. So to repeat once again, Dorian trying to make that very slow move to the northwest. All indications are that this is the beginning of that northwest, then northward turn, which is critical for Florida and, of course, Jacksonville and our local area. The hurricane will be approximately 100 miles east of Jacksonville Beach at its closest approach Wednesday afternoon and evening. That means about 80 to 90 miles to the east of St. Augustine, midday to early afternoon on Wednesday, curving a little bit north and northeast with time. That means the most severe impacts to our beaches will be occurring during the day Wednesday into Wednesday evening, but significant flooding and waves will already be occurring today and tonight well out ahead of Dorian, causing some flooding at times, especially at times of high tide. Winds will increase some today and dramatically tonight and Wednesday, with wind gusts up to and in excess of 40, 50, and 60 miles per hour at our beaches, along with periods of some heavier rain and isolated tornadoes and waterspouts i The more inland you go, the impacts drop off very quickly along either side of I-95. Sustained winds will stay below tropical storm force, with gusts up to about 40, maybe 50 miles per hour along the I-95 corridor. Near and west of Highway 301, outside of an occasional shower or thunderstorm with some gusty winds and brief heavy rain, there will be no impacts from Dorian. With all your weather all the time, I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike Burrish for the CBS 47 and Fox 30 Action News Jack's First Alert Weather Center for